Do you mean like all of them? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I want to talk today about the holiness of God and try to explain a concept that, well, you and I just aren't going to quite grasp because we're not holy. But uh, where I'm going to start is Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 2. And when the Lord your God has delivered them over to you and you have defeated them, speaking of Israel's enemies, then you must destroy them totally. Make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. Now, you might say, why? And then he goes on to say, do not intermarry with them, do not give your daughters and sons, or take their daughters and sons, for they will turn your children away from following me to serve other gods. There you go, that's why. And the Lord's anger will burn against you and will quickly destroy you. So there's the why. So, you know, a lot of people get really hung up on this. You want us to go in and destroy the Hittites, for example. And every man, woman, and child? Like, what if a baby was born just two months earlier? Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's what God was saying. If they're a Hittite, they're gone. If they're a Jebusite, Amorite, Amalekite, Moabite, all of them, Canaanites, they were all to be destroyed. And that does sound rather harsh, but here's why. God is holy and just. And for him to be holy and just, he must obey everything that he has commanded. And he has commanded that you will not have any other gods before him. And so he can't just say, okay, you know what? For this one time, we'll let this little baby go. And I know who wants to hear about destroying a baby or, or a woman and a child even. But it had to take place because they would have led the Israelites away from God. And in fact, in many ways and in many times, they went in and they did not utterly destroy. And what happened? Those people led the Israelites away from God. And this is before Christ. <clears throat> it's not before grace because grace has always existed but before the grace of God was extended through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. So in this moment, God has to be holy. Now, what I really want to go with here is how we get so hung up on those verses, and yet we just seem to skim right past the verses where in the in the springtime when kings typically go to war and one king did not go to war and viewed a woman bathing on her roof and wanted her we just kind of pass that off as okay or we see where jacob deceived a bunch of people or abraham lied about his wife or we read about noah getting drunk and going into his tent naked or lots daughter-in-laws having sex with him yeah we don't think about those things do we we just kind of pass right by because those are sinful acts and we see ourselves in those acts but we don't see ourselves in the act of god but if that act of god was indeed holy maybe that's why we don't see ourselves in that act of god 
because we don't see ourselves as holy. But that is exactly why Jesus came to earth, so that we could have a chance to be holy. So when God says that I will put your enemies under your feet as a footstool, he's saying, look, I'm holy, this world is going to be holy, and these people are going to be under your feet. You're going to be, they're going to be subject to you. They're going to be destroyed because that keeps me holy, is what God is saying. So it's not because God was mean. It's not because God didn't like them. It's not because God was cruel and unusual. It's because God is holy. And when you can take time to see it that way, that shows that you're getting closer to God. Because the closer you get to God, the more holy you become. You'll never be as holy as God. But as you move closer, as you're reading the Bible and you say, okay, yeah, I understand. I mean, the first time I ever read that, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And now I read it again just the other day. I'm like, yep, had to do it. I understand. Now, I'm not saying I'm becoming more holy. <laughs> Don't take it that way. But what I'm saying is I understand now because I'm getting closer to God and understanding him more. So it's really not a bad thing. What about these people? What happened to them? Well, let's put it this way. When you're the creator of the universe, you make all the rules. Everything works because you put it into motion. You can do what you want to do. More than likely, these people are probably in heaven. There's there's this thing in, in 1 Peter, 2 Peter, I can't remember which one now, where it talks about Jesus descending into hell and speaking to the prisoners who were there. Perhaps it was these people who had, didn't have a chance, but now because God is holy and just, now have a chance to be redeemed through the shed blood of Jesus Christ after he died. I don't know. So let's just not assume that they're going to hell because they were unholy. Let's assume that God stepped in and said, hey, you can come now into my kingdom if you believe my son. God knows what he's doing. I'm not going to get in his way. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon, and God bless.